0: Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul. And today we're going to talk about those reluctant dog owners who end up head over heels in love with their pets and then confess to their change of heart. And that's good news for those of you who would like to bring a dog home but are facing resistance because there's something so compelling about dogs that they always break down that resistance, right? In our first story, which you can read in our new book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, My Hilarious, Heroic Human Dog, we hear from Karen Zimmerman, whose husband had a clearly stated policy. Our deal is, when I die, she can have a dog. So Karen's husband, Mike, didn't think they needed any furry four-legged canines. He'd always loved dogs, but just never wanted a dog of his own. Or so he preached whenever Karen or one of their friends, listed all the reasons why adding a dog to their family made sense. Karen says he thought his reasons were legitimate. Dogs cost too much, they shed too much, eat too much, and make messes. You have to arrange care for them if you want to travel. Nevertheless, when he encountered a dog in the neighborhood, Mike was the first to greet the dog. When visiting family members with dogs, he was just as excited to see the furry family members as the two-legged ones. Karen and her daughter, pre Mike, had a total of three Labradors, each of which lived for 13 years. But then Karen, at the time without a dog, started a relationship with Mike and he stood his ground about his no dogs rule. Then they got married and the pressure was on from family and friends. And all of a sudden, Mike's language softened. Instead of saying they'd get a dog over his dead body, he said things like, If I got a dog, no small dogs for me, I'd get a lab. So that was progress. And then there was more progress when Karen and Mike decided to move closer to family members. And Karen pointed out they'd have easy dog sitters available. One day, Mike used the word might in reference to getting a dog. And Karen went with it, deciding that might meant yes. She told everyone they were getting a dog, and Mike went along with it. As soon as they moved, Karen got in touch with the Labrador Retriever Rescue Group and she started the process. And that's how Jake and Porter, mixed black lab puppies from the same litter, entered their lives. They were supposed to have chosen just one puppy, but Mike, Mr. No Dogs Ever Except Over My Dead Body, couldn't handle that. He says those two puppies couldn't be separated. Karen says, my husband loves his boys. I love seeing him smile and laugh. His joy with our doggies is priceless and he's alive and well, no dead body there. So in another story, Diane Stark has a tale about a husband bonding with a dog against the odds. In her family's case, everyone was enthusiastic about getting a dog, but it was the dog who was the problem. They'd adopted this scared, hungry, stray dog a few days before Thanksgiving 2019. Diane's heart had melted when she'd seen a photo of the little black and white dog. They adopted her but she must have had a bad experience with a man because she was afraid of Diane's husband, Eric, and her college-age son, Jordan. During the day, when Eric and Jordan were at work and school, their new dog, Peyton, ran around the house, chasing their other dog, Piper. But as soon as one of the men came home, she'd cower under the kitchen table as though she was waiting for someone to hurt her. Diane says, months went by and the situation got no better. When Eric and Jordan were away, she'd play with Piper and cuddle close to me for treats and belly rubs. But the moment she heard the front door open, she morphed into a scared little creature who hid in corners and under tables. Both Eric and Jordan were kind and patient, but nothing they did seemed to help Peyton trust them. Well, then the pandemic started and the two men were home all the time. And the poor dog didn't have any time off from those scary men being in the house. It was heartbreaking to see how fearful she was. The two men took over feeding her, hoping she would learn to associate them with good things. Both of them played with Piper where Peyton could see them, thinking that would help build trust. But she continued to hide under the table. Then, a few weeks into the quarantine, there was a breakthrough. Peyton sat on Jordan's feet. He stayed still for 30 minutes so as not to ruin the moment. But then he looked at the little dog their eyes met, and she dashed up the stairs to safety. The next night, Peyton lay on Eric's feet. She seemed completely at ease until Eric looked at her. Then she dashed upstairs like she had the previous night. This became the new pattern. Every night, Peyton fell asleep on either Eric's or Jordan's feet under the kitchen table. She was only scared when they looked at her. The two guys took it slowly with her, realizing how much more stressed she was by having them home all the time. But over time, things got better with their new furry family member, and that bonding probably wouldn't have occurred if the pandemic hadn't forced it. Diane says, life at our house was much slower during the shutdown. We had time for puzzles and board games, and we had time for our new family project helping a little black-and-white rescue dog acclimate to her new home with her new family, as long as certain people didn't look at her. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to these stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, my hilarious, heroic human dog. You can go to our website, chickensoup.com, and click on the podcast button to read more about this book and all the funny topics it covers. You'll find the book wherever books are sold, including Walmart, Barnes & Noble, Books a Million, and Amazon. And a special note from us regarding the proceeds from this book. Like our previous four pairs of cat and dog books, royalties from this book go to American Humane to help them with the amazing work they do for cats and dogs in terms of shelters, protecting pets during natural disasters, and on movie sets in zoos and in humane farming. If you want to read stories from this book and our other new collections, you can sign up for our daily newsletter and get a free story in your email every day. Just head to chickensoup.com and click on the newsletter sign-up option. You can also follow me on Twitter where my handle is at Amy Newmark, and you'll see links to our free stories and to this podcast. Come back for our next episode to hear a couple of stories from our latest humor book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Read, Laugh, Repeat. I'll be sharing two stories about dinner party disasters, stories that had me laughing out loud as I selected them for the book.